Welcome to the Monkey House. It's me here in the year 2024. And I'm about to be in Sydney and Brisbane. Sydney from the 8th to the 12th of May. Brisbane from the 16th to the 19th of May doing my show, Drier Drier, at the respective comedy festivals in those cities. But I'm also, uh, while I'm up there, I figured I had a couple of days to kill. So I'm doing a Who Knew It with Matt Stewart on Monday, the 13th of May at the Chippendale Hotel and in Brisbane at Good Chat Comedy on the 14th of May. And you can get tickets for all of that. Now, go to mattstewartcomedy.com for the links. mattstewartcomedy.com. Now, on with the show. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Welcome to Primates, the podcast where we go through primates and popular culture from chimpanzee to chimpanzee. Today's primate guest is Jess Perkins, one of my primest mates, whatever that means. Welcome, Jess. Thank you. Jess and I do another podcast called Do Go On. Uh, We also are life friends. Yeah, that's true. And uh, internet friends, internet friends, and I follow you on on all social medias. Well, there you go. I follow you on all, but Instagram, you're annoying on that. <laughs> I <laughs> Obnoxious. am. Yeah. And sorry, no, 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 no. You're not getting away with chimpanzee to chimpanzee. Oh, that's the catchphrase. Are you I do. sticking with that? Yeah. I mean, okay. Confidently. Well, less so now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wow. I mean, I don't. You're the first to have brought it up, to be honest. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's because I'm your first real friend. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else that you've had so far has been a polite acquaintance. Yeah. I'm going to tell you how it is. Okay. Well, I appreciate that. Maybe maybe, maybe things need to change. Maybe. Hey, here's, here's a great icebreaker um, <laughs> because, you know, it feels frosty in here. <laughs> um, Jess Perkins, mm. what is your favourite primate? Oh, Matt Stewart. A fantastic question. Thank you. Uh, and as you know, while we were having breakfast before this, I was Googling primates. <laughs> uh, I, I think it, I think I'm going to stick with an old favourite of mine, which would be a chimpanzee. Oh, yes. And the reason for that is in any time, uh, especially when you're starting a new job, when I started my, my last job, they said, um, like, this is an icebreaker question. It was, what type of animal would you be? And I always say a monkey, and I mean a chimpanzee. Right. And um, which aren't which aren't aren't the same thing. No, they're not. They're not at all. I, and I'm an, I'm an idiot. And yes. I, thank you. <laughs> I think I would be a chimpanzee. Um, my reason for that is that I like climbing things. Oh. Yeah, I love climbing. That I mean that you didn't see that coming, did you? I didn't. What? Yeah. I've never seen you climb before in your life. I know. All my life. And the other one that I liked, just because they've got huge eyes and are very cute, are called a slow loris. 
slow Which I'm lows. probably saying wrong, but God, they're cute. Give you, them a goo. Do you feel uh, anything in common with the slow loris? Um, adorable. Okay. Slow loris. Uh, I want to look that up. <laughs> Just to so talk while I'm doing this. Um, that's no, that's singing. Shit. I always get those two confused. Yeah, they are very similar. Chimpanzees are just, they're so cute and they're so smart, but mostly they like climbing things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's how I feel I like to relate to them. These are very cute. They kind of look like like monkey possums. Yeah. Look how massive their their eyes are like a third of their face. (laughs) They are big They are huge. They're from Southeast Asia. Cute. Uh, They range from Bangladesh to Northeast India. Wow, all right. I want to go meet one of them one day. Yeah, big time. Um, oh, they are. Yeah, they look sick. Heck, they look like. Um, they are. They look friendly. You know what that looks like? It looks like one of the characters from Madagascar. Yeah, the lemurs. Yeah, but it's not a lemur. It's like the little one. Um, oh, not the big tribe thing. There's another one again. There's there's King Julian, and then there's his sidekick. Yeah. Uh, who's. So fucking cute. It hurts. Really? It hurts to look at him. That's painful. Yeah. It's starting to sound like we're talking about Madagascar today, but that would be that would be misleading. Absolutely not. Uh that would be erroneous, which is a word that I told myself I would use today. Oh. I told myself. You're giving yourself a word of the day challenge, aren't nah, you? Nah, look, to be honest, I don't that's one of the weirdest lies I've ever made. <laughs> I never said that. <laughs> I was trying to give myself a, 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 an excuse for using the word erroneous. It felt good. You don't need an I should excuse. have just gone with it. Yeah. Be you. I'm so sorry, me. Mm. Uh, but today we're actually going to talk about another movie, and it's a movie you've chosen, Jess Bob Perkins. Yes. Persons. <laughs> Perkins. Uh, well, what's the movie we're talking about today? We are going to be talking about the 1997 cult classic. <laughs> George of the Jungle. Also a box office smash. Smash. It, it debuted at number two, apparently, in America. Well, that's pretty good. And it turned a $55 million budget into $175 million. No bloody mean feat that. Wow. And, and you know what? Like the, the production value in the film is fantastic. I can only assume it was entirely shot on location. <laughs> It was a shot on a location. Yeah, yeah, it was shot the somewhere. <laughs> I read somewhere that the jungle floor was mashed potato. Oh, why? <laughs> I don't know. That can't be. They couldn't afford dirt. They couldn't afford dirt. I can only time. think of one shot where that might be necessary, and that's where they've seen George's footprint. Oh, right. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe. Because otherwise it seems redundant. You don't see a lot of their feet, to be perfectly no. honest with you. What about when he body slams the lion? That's pretty great. But actually what you see is him jump up in the air. Oh, uh, yeah, you don't. You don't really see much of the ground. That's, yeah, that's good. The narrator actually, because it's narrated, the narrator says at one point there'll be no deaths in this movie. Yeah, I like that. He established that really early. Yeah. And that's after one of the uh, um, porters falls off a rope bridge and plunges, I'm going to say, would you say 200 metres? I'd say 200 miles. Yeah. <laughs> It's really far into, like, he should have died. Realistically, yes. half of that distance That's, he'd be dead. That was where they lost me a little bit. But instead. They took me out of the movie. Yeah. And I'm the, like, um. And the narrator I, I says, there'll be no deaths, but there will be bad boo-boos. And then this guy's just got, like, a bandage on his shoulder. It's yeah. like, oh, okay, he fell that far and he's got a scratch. 
Come on. Come on. Come on. I need to see full body cast. Yes. Or bust. Yeah. I mean, I want to see the splat zone. Yeah. That's a thing? It's a thing. If it's not, make it a thing. It's not a big ask. Come on, Hollywood. Jeez Louise, I tell you what. Tell you what. They've they've they're starting to eat their own ass. Yeah. (laughs) Is that a saying? I don't don't know if it's right in this country. Drink their own bath water. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? They're getting ahead of themselves. Yeah, right, okay. They think they're all that. Yeah. But they're not. They're not all that. They're not all that. They're not all that. So hey, you hadn't previ- you hadn't seen this. I didn't see it. I didn't see it till late last night. I watched it, and I, you know, under any other other circumstances, I would have. My body was saying, "Please go to sleep, man." Yeah. I'm like, "I can't. I got to get it. through this." Yeah. Um, do you want to give us a brief rundown of the movie? Are you able to do that? I can do it if you want to. Absolutely, it- I can do that. Okay, great. Uh, and I've seen it before and watched half of it last night before my body was like, "No, no, Jess." Because to be fair, the night before that, I'd worked. From one AM to six AM on radio, and you just you on just Triple G, uh, radio. We we were at a comedy night before that, exactly. And you, and you were you crushed it so hard that it must have taken a lot out of you. Ah, oh, but the adrenaline, right? So mm. by the time I crashed from adrenaline, it was sleepy time. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so George of the Jungle. Uh. It 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 opens with a animated sequence explaining the backstory of George. Now. George, as a baby, is involved in a plane crash uh, and uh, he's not, like, I think everybody else was rescued but not the baby. He was a baby. Yeah. Um, so he kind of raises himself slash is raised by apes. And Ursula Stanhope is a San Francisco heiress. Are you reading the Wikipedia you as were, I'm doing were, this almost yeah, word are you perfect? Doing, you are. Amazing. Yeah. Um, uh, she is uh, touring around, is it Uganda where where it's supposed to be set? Oh, mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Tours Uganda, yeah, with local guides. Uh, and she's just on holiday. She's she's exploring. She's seeing animals. She's filming. She's adorable. She's lovely. She's a human ray of sunshine. And then out of nowhere appears Lyle. Ugh, just and so. I would like to point out that anytime we say his name throughout this entire episode, I would like us to say it as if it's leaving a bad taste in our yeah. mouth. Yeah, Lyle. Like bile. Bile. It's made, it tastes like bile. Bile. And Lyle is her equally wealthy but fucking crazy fiance who's turned up to like take her home. He's like, what are you doing? He's a he's a real cartoon character. He's like he a is. caricature. Caricature. Oh, I should say Ursula is played by Leslie Mann. Who is wonderful, oh. um, and uh, Lyle is Thomas. What's his name? Thomas Hayden Church. Church. Thank you. He's from Sideways. I think is where a lot of people ah, might know him. Ah, yeah, good one. He's yeah. He's he's, a, he's like a funny he's, guy. I feel like funny he's character. like a shit boyfriend or a shit husband in something else as well. Yeah, he's got that down pat. He's really good at it. I'm sure he's quite nice. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. I, so. I don't know anything about him, but I I wouldn't be putting my life on the line, you know, with. Yeah. Recent Hollywood. True, but if you think about it, like Greg Kinnear is really good at playing an asshole, but he seems quite lovely. Right, that's well, true. Well, maybe he seems lovely in other roles where he doesn't play it. Maybe he's just a good actor. Fuck. Oh, what imagine is... that, he's a good actor. I don't know anymore. Anyway, so do you want me to keep going with the synopsis? Is this, yeah, is this tedious? You... No, no, this is great. Well, I mean, from so that's kind of where the movie begins. Yes. And we find George. Have you thought about this? Um, so he's brought up by... Apes, and he's sort of uh, he's friends with all the animals. Yes. He knows how to talk to them. He's kind king of. of the jungle. King of the jungle. Yeah, but he um, 
And he's he's known as uh, the white ape. The white ape. By like he's almost a myth. It's a legend. Yeah, yeah. that's right. But why why does he speak in broken English? I think is this just what he's picked up from a ba- when he was a baby? I fit. Well, surely not because I think he was quite little. Um, I think it's he learnt from ape. Oh, that's right. Because so his best one, friend, which is weird, actually, that ape played by John Cleese or voiced by John Cleese, I should say, is the only one that can speak. None yeah, of the others can speak. English. Yeah, he's speaking very oh, great well. Point, very great point. Of course, they can communicate in their ape ways. Yeah, but he speaks perfect English. Yeah, in an English accent because it's John Cleese, and is. Very uh, studious. Yeah. Reads, plays chess, paints. Yeah. So isn't that, I mean, I don't feel like this film focuses enough on where the fuck Ape came from. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, where did Ape come from? Mm. Was it some sort of a a mutant, like like some sort of a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle scenario with ooze? Was there ooze involved? Yeah. Maybe it was Flubber. (gasps) Flubber. (laughs) That's the only logical explanation. He, he's, yeah, yeah, flubber, the thing that made things bouncy. Exactly. I, yes. It was what made this ape be able to speak. Right. Okay. So I think George learnt English from ape. Yes, that does make sense, but we just don't know where ape learned English. Yeah. From. Yeah. There's more questions there. But, again, the film is called George of the Jungle. It's about him. Yes. It's not about ape. It's not about. We've got to wait for the spin-off. Yeah, that's true. And we've been waiting for 20-something years yeah, now. No. The The... Because this show is about primates mm. in popular culture, obviously. Mm. Everyone knows that. I don't need to be telling you that. From chimpan A to chimpan Z. Thank you. And <laughs> and in this movie, uh, you've kind of got the spectrum of, of how um, primates are portrayed on screen. You've got real live uh, monkeys, like capuchin monkeys. Yeah, so cute. And there's an orangutan. Yep. Which I cannot say, which I'm finding in this show. I mean, you just did. Yeah, but I think I put a G at the end, which isn't meant to be there. Right? Oh, yeah, but I think I That's think right. we all do. Okay, great. Um, orangutan. That sounds silly. Yeah, orangutan. But you don't go hard G. You just kind of soften the N, you know. Yes. It's okay. not orangutan. Orangutan. <laughs> With the boys, yeah. Plinga plonga, you know, and we we knew we had a hit record. Orangutan. Orangutan. Orangutan, love me do. <laughs> you know, we later we shortened it to love me do, but. <laughs> Uh, so there's capuchin monkeys, uh, there's a, a real-life chimpanzee, and the orangutan. Yep. Um, and then we've got uh, men in ape suits, gorilla yes. suits, yes. playing drums. Love it. That's that's a big communication thing in this yes. community is uh, the bongos. gorillas on bongos. Um, and you've got, uh, yeah, ape as the uh, talking out with like an animatronic face. Yes. Quite was, expressive for 1997. Yeah, I maybe I I was what my dodgy internet connection had it slightly out of sync, but was was his mouth moving at the same time as he was talking? Um look, my internet connection was also a little bit dodgy and halfway through the movie the actors were talking a little bit out of sync. Right. Um but I think it wasn't terrible and at least it was moving more than just like like a, yeah, like hand. a hand puppet, like up, up, like up, Kermit up, up. the Frog, because it was you were saying it was it was done by Jim Henson. The costume, well, the, not Jim Henson, but by his yeah his company. costume company or whatever provide, gave the creature um, shop or something. Creature like shop, that. that might be it. Yeah, they uh, did the gorilla, gorilla suits, the costumes. Right. So there was like there's a couple of actors who are credited as being like the gorilla body, and then there's a, another guy who's credited as like the face. 
One of the uh, suit performers, the only one with a clickable name on on Wikipedia, I'm like, oh, this is interesting. I wonder what else he's done. And he's famous for as a a comic book animator. Oh, cool. He's an artist um, most known for his work on Spawn, Uncanny, Uncanny, and Uncanny, (laughs) Uncanny, Uncanny, Uncanny X Men and Iron Man. Right. Yeah. So some people lead interesting lives, don't they? He's a double threat. Um, no, he can tap dance too. He's oh, a triple. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt about that. How cool. And then so of the voice artists, you've got John Cleese, as you mentioned, obviously mm. legendary comedic actor from yes. Monty Python and amongst other things. Have you read his, biog- his autobiography? No. Really I don't, great. don't know how to read. Ah, I'm so sorry. I, I did know that and I keep. Yeah, why do you always I ask me? I keep bringing it up. Nearly every second thing you ask me is, did you read this? No, Jess. Yeah, sorry. It's amazing that you're browsing Wikipedia now. Well, I've got a feel for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I'm just picking up the vibe yeah. for the most part. Uh, so, yeah, John Cleese was ape. Um, and then you had, uh, as the narrator, Keith Scott. Should we say this, um, this? So this is based on an old 1970s cartoon? Yeah, which was a like a, a parody of Tarzan. Right. So, yeah. And yeah, so it, you, which is pretty clear in the movie as well. Yeah, like it, it feels like a, a pretty clear parody. He's sort of like a. They even she even calls him a Tarzan type. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's a Tarzan yeah. wannabe or something. I think she calls him. So he's sort of Tarzan, only a little less. He, he'll um, competent. Yeah, he'll run in the trees a bit constantly, yeah. as the uh, theme song yeah. warns. So watch out for that tree. He's always hitting trees. Yeah, jeez, he's just. I mean. It feels weird, but he always bounces back. Yeah. He, he does one of these. Oh, 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 yeah. And then he's fine. So the narrator is, play, is played by Keith Scott, who's an Australian actor. Yes. You, you were telling me this. Which Born in Sydney in 1953. Ah, a good year. Um, I I looked him up and mm. I looked up his filmography. Yeah. And he he's, uh, I realised this very quickly, that he played also the narrator in The Adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle yes. in the year 2000. But he's also done iconic Australian TV roles, such as uh, voiced many of the characters in The Adventures of Blinky Bill, the children's cartoon series from mm. the 93 to 2004, including Flap the Platypus, Wombo. 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 <laughs> Is that a thing? Mr. Koala, Mayor Pelican, Danny Dingo. And maybe my favourite name character of all time, Splodge the Kangaroo. Oh, yeah, Splodge. Splodge. So by the sounds of it, he's done pretty much every character other than Blinky and Nutsy. Yeah. Like that feels like almost all the characters. He's an important, very important Wow, he's like the Hank Azaria of of Blinky Bill. Yes, he is. He's the Hank. He's the Hank. And he doesn't do any problematic accents. Well, I mean, have you watched Blinky Bill recently? No. No. So oh, we don't know that for sure, do we? That's true. Yeah. He also played Dexter the Robot in Perfect Match. Oh, good. Which is an uh, Australian um, dating show in the early to mid or early to late 80s. I am in de- the 80s. You I'm know? devastated cr- that Dexter was not actually yes. a, a, a sentient <sighs> robot. I'm so sorry. I should have. I should have. Put up some sort of a warning yeah, before I said that. Yeah, trigger warning there. That hurts. Um, 
But yeah, Dexter the Robot, perfect match. This guy's done everything. Do you remember? I mean, that show was from before you were born. Do you remember that at all? Oh, uh, I, I, I would have seen bits and pieces, yeah, or clips like of it. Maybe it was repeated or something in the maybe, 90s. or it's been referenced in other things. Yeah, yeah. Sort of, yeah. Maybe he's been in ad campaigns. Is it the type of show uh, where you'd have like three contestants? Is it behind a screen kind yes. of thing? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Contestant number one. What would you like yes. to eat for breakfast? Don't they do that in the Jamoan film? Yeah, I think he goes on Perfect Match. Is it is it The Crack or is it? The Crack, yeah. It's that one. I couldn't yeah. remember if it was that one or, no, The Extras is the one where he's a, a movie extra, so that makes sense. Right. Yeah, it's when he, yeah, he's yes. backpacking through um, through Australia. I yeah. think it's based on, maybe is it loosely based on when he moved to Australia? Maybe. It did have a comeback series, if this is interesting at all, in 2002. Really? Yes. Why don't we remember that? That was I think oh, I was 12. I think maybe I do remember that now, maybe. With Shelley Croft. Oh, Shelley's Croft. done everything. Shelley Croft. Yes. She's done everything. She has. She's also not aged. No. no unfair. Really I've, unfair. I've aged since this morning. Oh, yeah. Just cannot stop that bloody old father time. <laughs> Try <laughs> as I might. Give me a bloody minute, you know. <laughs> every every morning I wake up, it's like, oh, another crow's been walking on my face. <laughs> Hey, with those big feet. Yeah. You know what I mean? I do. I can see them. I do not envy you right now. <laughs> Tell you, looking in a mirror is the hardest part of my day. I bet. Oh, God. I don't know if there's a good time to bring up my one of my favourite parts of George of the Jungle. I think so, now's that time. Yeah, because I just don't know where I'll segue into it otherwise. So... My um, favourite thing that came out of it when I was re-watching it last night was that George is my hashtag hairspiration. Okay. His hair is perfect. It's a good colour. The volume. Yeah. It's got such great volume and just like that tussled, effortless, wavy curl. Yeah. He does. um, So obviously I'm assuming people... You know, there's going to be some spoilers here. Spoiler number one: great hair on George. Ugh. Number two: they go to this day. Um, he gets a bit of a boo boo, as in he's shot in the face, and we don't see that, but that's what happens. He gets a by he, who's he shot by? By the bloody bile, bile, and he, so they have to go, for, for whatever reason, uh, back to the mansion in San Francisco. Which I, I think another part of my, one of my favourite things about this movie is the narrator and how stupidly silly the film is. So the narrator would be like, Ursula takes him back to San Francisco to get the best medical attention available. And then she says, I'm going to get you the best medical <laughs> yeah. attention. Like that happens several times and it's funny every time. Yes. It's yes. good stuff. Did they come up with that? Um, yes. I think I because think, I think that would now be hacked to do, right? Do the narrator and then the in. I think it only works because the narrator's voice is so over the top. Yeah. He's got it. He does have a great voice. It's so good. If and, like, you the haven't, whole do yourself a favour and go back and watch the whole Perfect Match run. Yeah, I'm going to. Seven years. I mean. I, I don't have much else on. Well, yeah, I was talking to the listeners, but oh. I'm guessing in so many ways you're, you're a listener right now, I'm aren't listening. You? Thank you for that. Mm. Thank you. You're there to support. Always. And listen. And also, you know, I'm here for you and I want you to remember that. Thank you. No, no, please. It's the least I could do. (laughs) So Ursula takes him back to San Francisco. Where were you going with that? Do you remember? 
Uh, oh, yes. So we're talking about his hair. Yes. And I, they, they don't show it, but he obviously gets some sort of, or do they show it? He gets, he, he definitely gets it straightened or something. Oh. There's some work done. He's looking. I think he's he's zhuzhed up for the for the big party. Yeah, that's right. And then, um, so he's running around with horses in their paddock in slow motion. In slow motion, and all of the women at the party are just watching him. And something I read was his wife of the time is the one who says, "I wish I could get a man like that." Oh, really? Yeah, so there's a little cameo from his wife. Oh, which is a that's bit of fun. cute. If true, he is Brendan Fraser. Holy shit, babe! All right, give me your top five Frasers. Ooh. <laughs> Okay. Oh, great one. Yes. Wait, as in my top five. Interpret it however you like. Because I interpreted it as top five favourite Brendan Fraser great. moments. Perfect. Okay, great. Um, George of the Jungle. Number one? Number one. Okay. Followed by. We're doing a count up. Maybe Dudley Do-Right? Oh, he sure does. Does right by me. Another. He's the Canadian sort of. Yeah, yep. and it's another silly film that feels very similar to this one. Okay, I haven't seen that one. Great. Um, what's the one with Liz Hurley as the devil? It's uh, uh, uh fuck. Liz Hurley as uh, the devil. It's called. I'll say. I'll say. Can I um give you my number one? Would yeah. be probably Encino Man. Oh, Encino Man's so good, buddy. Buddy. Yeah, great. Squeezing the jizz. <laughs> Is Paulie Shaw okay? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Do not, I don't know that for sure, and I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to say. No, but. never. Oh, the Mummy, obviously great. Yeah, I was getting to the Mummy, but I feel like I like earlier work of his. Uh, you ever see Airheads? Bedazzled? Oh, Bedazzled! I was trying to find it. Airheads is one, the one with. Um, yeah, Airheads is good. <laughs> with uh, Adam Sandler and um, yes, Bashimi. Bashimi. The oh. Bush. I reckon that's sort of my Dudley Do Right. Oh, Monkey Bone was pretty good too. Oh, I don't know, Monkey Bone. I think, I don't know. As in, when I say these are good films, they're stupid comedies, but as a stupid comedian, I feel like I should, I'm well entitled to are, like Are we going to start a spin off uh, podcast about the films of Brendan Fraser? Oh my God, can we? <laughs> What's it going to be called? Fra- no, don't, you have to do that right now. It's okay because we're going to nail it. Phrasing the bar. And you fucking nailed it in one. Are you kidding me? We have a good time here on Primates Podcast. <laughs> That's a genuine suggestion. We should think about that. <laughs> yes. I mean, we don't have we don't have enough things to do in our days. My point is that he is an absolute stone cold babe in yes. this movie. Oh, killer my. smile. His body is phenomenal. The tan on him is also very good. I so I was watching it with my boyfriend and did make the mistake of saying, "Holy shit, he's gorgeous." <laughs> Not a mistake actually, but I was like, "That hair and that tan is <laughs> phenomenal." You, you also mentioned that um, your boyfriend did not. Uh, he he took to Ohio. Yeah. Do he you was... think that had anything to do with him being the arch rival of your <laughs> <laughs> Of me saying George was a babe? I don't know. He just felt sorry for him. But I think that's just because he's just a really nice person who sees good feels, in everyone. Feels empathy, yeah. He, he's like his empathy scale is a little too high. <laughs> <laughs> he shot George in the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he's not good. Then again, we didn't get to the end of the film, spoilers, where – Wild, basically kidnaps Ursula and tries to like force him to marry her. Yeah, that's he's weird. a real piece of shit. Yeah, he, yeah, that is a that's a that's a wild twist. So maybe I'll make he joins him, a cult. Yeah, who's becomes a minister and make and kidnaps her. Yeah, so he's not a good dude, but um, maybe I'll make and watch the end of it and be like, now what do you think of Lyle? Yeah. Yeah, still um, on board. Okay. All right, well, I'm fair learning enough. about you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm learning a lot about you. <laughs> and I'm concerned. 
Uh, the and I sorry, I got distracted before I was going through the voice talent. The, oh yeah. The other main uh, voice talent was Frank Welker, and uh, he voiced many of the characters, including Lion, Little Monkey, Shep, who is the dog. He's dog slash elephant. An elephant. <laughs> That's a fair. Uh, the Tuki Tuki Bird, which I know is one of your favorite characters. Tuki Tuki's so cute. And Gorilla, as well as sound effects. And, God, he's a talented man. And he's not like he's had an epic voice acting career. Wow. But apparently he's best known for his role as Fred Jones in the Scooby-Doo cartoon series starting in 1969. Fred? Fred. See the blonde guy? Yeah. See um, Freddie Prince Jr. Freddie yeah. Prince Jr. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, just to put it into context. Yeah. Also, apparently. I went through a big phase of that Scooby-Doo movie. Ah, oh, did Is you? Is there a monkey in that? Probably somewhere. Oh. oh. <laughs> Tenuous links. But it, was, it wasn't a monkey. It was the old fairground yeah. <laughs> um, janitor yeah. all along. And he would have got away with mm-hmm. it too. <laughs> but apparently he also, he also voiced Nibbler in Futurama. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He's like, almost like a real life uh, weird monkey animal you like. Yeah. Yes. Little adorable thing. Loris. Loris. Sounds like an old lady's name. Yeah. Okay, okay, Loris. Yeah. I mean, am I just thinking of Doris? Yeah. <laughs> and Lorraine. Yeah, okay. Together. Lorraine and Doris. What did you enjoy most about this cinematic masterpiece? Well, I mean, where do you start? I, why not? I, uh, I guess you'd start with the abs and you'd work your way up to the pecs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also found it interesting that at one stage he's like flying along doing all these tricks on the vine to impress Ursula because he flies through the jungle and his loincloth does not move. At one stage he's upside down but it's still perfectly covering everything. Oh, Jess, you were really focusing in on that loincloth. No. Or what he called I'm just a, a in- butt flap. Butt flap. I'm just interested in physics. Yeah, man. thank you. I'm thanking you a lot today. <laughs> and gr- gravity. I was going to say graviti. Graffiti. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. yeah, that is that is interesting. I also was wondering why is he so hairless? I mean, yeah, good point. He's clean shaven on his body and face. Yeah, but his hair's long and messy. Mm. It's one or the other. Honestly, just the waves. Is in there his a hair. barber or isn't there? Yeah, who's shaving you? Yeah. Who is it? Who is it? Because I want that number. They are very talented. I, you know what? I always, I've only just realised that when you say like he's he's clean shaved everywhere, like the waxing that must go into being a Hollywood star, male or female. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, because it's a full like that's full nude chest. And and they Maybe. must oil him up a bit too because he's glistening. Yeah, he is glistening. But or is that just a natural state of? Mm. But same with like Thor. Yes. Not a single hair on his body. No. Yeah. Hmm. They're, yeah. Um, Captain America. You know how I feel about Marvel yeah, films. And the list goes on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Etc. Hulk. Ant Man. No, Ant Man had some hair on him, I think. Anyway, that's. I'm sorry. Um, don't be sorry. Never apologize. One of the main rules of Primates Podcast is never apologize, Great. no matter how wrong you are. <laughs> Uh, so some of the other, um, so some of the other actors, the key actors were, of course, the animals. As I said mm. earlier, there were a lot of real animals playing real animals, and uh, one of those uh, was Crystal the monkey, one of the capuchin monkeys, so um, s- slash animal actress, according to her page. She's had a huge career. Mm. Name a film. Okay, she's been in it. Oh, all right. Um, liar, liar. Look. I mean, 
<sighs> the Incredibles. That's a, that's a cartoon. Um, okay. Uh, Mary we... Poppins. It was before her time. She was born in. Oh. She was born in ninety four. Oh wow! Um, All right, oh, it's let... only three. She did this film. Yeah, oh, child actors, eh? It's been in. Uh, this was actually her first film. Um, also been in American Pie. Remember the monkey from American Pie? No. Uh, Why is there a monkey in American Pie? I don't know. It's <laughs> also in American Pie too. Ah. Um, the Hangover Two. Yeah. Uh, Fun with Dick and Jane, which is you know the classic. Jim Carrey's finest work. Zookeeper, a lot of zoo movies. That makes sense. We bought a zoo. Yes, Matt Damon. Uh, Night at the Museum. Ben Stiller. It's been oh, she's well, she'd be that. She'd been in all the nights of the museum. Wow, she's she's that monkey. Yes. Wow. Been in Malcolm in the Middle. Right. Yeah. Frankie Muniz. Nearly always plays a monkey, so not a lot of range. But um, (laughs) you know, when you can do what she does with the form. Inside the world of being a monkey, yes. Then why would you? Why would you look outside of that? I, I think mean, a lot of actors sometimes feel that they're being typecast and want to break out of that. Yeah. But I think there's something very empowering about owning what it is that you're good at. Yeah. And making a really comfortable living from that and supporting yourself and your family. Do what you do and do it well. And she does. Just be consistent. And she does. And you'll be hired. Again and again. She's tried other other animals. She's tried to play a human. Yeah. Um, and look, the performances are still wonderful. Oh, sure. But as a monkey, yeah. she is. Elevates. Breathtaking. Yeah. She steals the scene. Yeah. Just the presence on camera is truly remarkable. So I think, Crystal, if you're listening. And I know you are. You've written in a couple of times. Yeah. Um, uh, and to be honest, language a little colourful, but <laughs> your point was made yeah. and and I've taken that on board. Yeah. I've stopped apologising on this show. Yeah. I've made it a rule. Yeah, I will not apologise. Um, but I will say to you, Crystal, thank you for your work. Um, you are a master of your craft. Yeah. Thank you. I think that I, I don't think I could add any more to that. Yeah. That was beautiful. Thank you. And um, I meant it. Did you? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that, that makes it even... More meaningful to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Somehow. Um, so, George of the Jungle, right? Mm. This is the movie we're talking about. Uh, Crystal stole the show. Absolutely. In um, when when Phrase wasn't stealing the show. Yes. Or Leslie Mann. She's great too. Leslie Mann's great. She was only like 26 or something. This is the same year she married Judd Apatow. Ah. Um, do we want to talk more about the, the story? Yeah. So, yeah, we probably should give give. Give that a little more time. So, George, we meet George. Leslie's there, aka Ursula. Mm-hmm. So she's in character for yep. the whole film as Ursula, right? Yeah. And uh, at no point during the film is she Leslie. It was a real professional turn. Yeah. yeah. Right. Anytime uh, Brendan Fraser, when he was playing George, anytime he said, "Hey Leslie," she'd go, "Who are you talking to?" Yeah. There's no Leslie here. Yeah. Leslie, I don't even know what that word means. Is it even a name? What's that? If, What's a Leslie, yeah. she'd say. She'd say, is this some sort of local term for something? Gosh, something jungle-related, perhaps? She's, she's so professional. So professional. Love it. She plays her truth. I love her work. And her truth is, I'm not Leslie Mann. I am Ursula 
from San Francisco. Yeah. And yeah, that really that that she, hit me right here. She has not aged in twenty years. Yeah. Like you see her now, she looks amazing. Yeah. But anyway, so they go back to San Francisco, and he's trying to bloody get his head around a big city, much like. Uh, Crocodile Dundee. Yeah, there's a little Crocodile Dundee about it. A lot of like looking up at buildings, like whoa, you know, a lot of that. <laughs> I think I think that is something about um, this movie. They definitely have um, borrowed from some classics like Crocodile yeah. Dundee. Yeah, and look, I think when you're when you make a movie that is perfection, mm. you can only assume that people are going to try and copy that, and yeah. it is flattery. Um, good on them for trying. But um, obviously they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> didn't quite. Get Not quite, there. but close. cute though. Yeah. Cute, wasn't it? It was it. Yeah, it was a real fish out of water. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's there's comedy in that. Yeah, it's great. So they go back there, and then they go to uh, somehow she scheduled it so that the day she comes back is her engagement party. But to Lyle. What? Oh, Lyle is in prison. Uh, in Africa for shooting for shooting Fraser in the face. Yeah, which they frown upon. Yeah, um, most places do. Uh, so it's her engagement party, but obviously her fiance isn't there, so that's a little bit awkward. Uh, George is there, and then she realizes that she's in love with George because um, her mum tells her. No, her mum's like no. Yeah, oh, that, isn't that? She's like, wait, what did you say? Yes, that's right. <laughs> that's right. One. Did you say love? Yes, I love him. Yeah. Sometimes it, it's sometimes it takes your mum. Sometimes it's you're too close to it. Mm. You can't see it. Can't see the forest from the jungle. Yeah. Somebody needs to point it out to you. Yeah. I do that to you all the time. You do. Remember how how and genuinely how often I say, Matt, you need to go eat something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm too close to my stomach. And you hate it when I do that because you hate it when I'm right. Yeah. I do. <laughs> I hate it, which is nearly all the time. <laughs> Anyway, so, yes, she realises she's in love with him and her mother's like, you're not going anywhere, you're going to marry Lyle. But then her dad is like, go get your jungle man because at this time George has gone back to the jungle to save Ape who's been captured by some poachers who want to take him. Friends of Lyle. Friends of Lyle's. Um, take him back to, to showbiz because they got a talking monkey. Yeah, they reckon that's their meal ticket. Which is weird. They're done with poaching. They're, they're going to They're be, going into showbiz. Yeah, because there's a lot of... Money and show bit. Oh, well, I mean, a talking ape feels like that yeah, would make... Yeah, but, like, make... he's not going to talk for you. He's not an idiot. Yeah, that's the weird thing. Um, I don't know if you watched till the end of the movie. I Actually, I know you didn't, but he does I'm put just... on... He he really works it. Not with them, though. No, that's true. Yeah, if it was them, surely... On his terms. Like... Yeah. He, he's a show ape on his terms. That's true, yes. And that is what I respect about ape. Yeah. Amongst many other things. The movie finishes, again, spoiler alert, mm. with a weird version... Of my way, sung by Ape. I, yeah, I was like, oh, was, was this worth setting this all up? Yes. You know, that's quite a lot of extras there for starters. I think yes. To be honest, I think that's. Do you remember that? That yeah, bit? I do. Yep. You do you remember it fondly? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so George has gone back to the jungle, and Ursula follows him back to the jungle because she's realised she's in love with him. Yes, um, and that's where. As we kind of touched on before, Lyle turns up. Uh-oh, he escaped from prison. He kidnaps her. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh, Lyle's here. Blech. Um, Yeah. And then 
yeah, hilarity. I mean, yeah, I guess we shouldn't give it all away, but no. you could probably imagine how it how it all comes. Yeah, together I mean, again. it's a it's a family movie, so you know it's going to end yeah. well for everyone. Yeah, and they, it actually spoiler alert ends with uh, them becoming. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A family. Yeah, it's nice, isn't a it? A quick little homage but, to the Lion King. Right. I feel like, and I don't, I hate to say this because I'm really happy for Ursula and George. But he, I mean, he had like a little holiday into San Francisco. Right? Yeah. But then basically goes back to his treehouse and his life that he's always known. Whereas Ursula goes from being a very wealthy heiress in San Francisco, you know, having uh, just disposable money and and everything that she could ever need. And then she goes from that to living in a treehouse yeah. for love. And I get that love can be a wonderful motivator. I feel like that's a big adjustment to make. That is a big adjustment. And for a while, yeah, I reckon it would seem really um, romantic mm. and it would seem uh, exciting and like an adventure. But after a while, wouldn't you just want hot water? Okay. So you see you see a bit of a time, you'd see a ticking time. Yeah. I see resentment. Bomb. Right. Brewing. So, yeah, I wonder if they- Do you think he, they split their time? He, yeah, I think maybe they should because yeah. he definitely, it wasn't like he had any trouble- uh, in the city, he, he seemed no. to enjoy himself there as he well. He adapts really well. Um, yeah, that is interesting. I think you'd, you'd like to think that they would be splitting their time. Look, I like to think that they would at least be able to communicate effectively enough yeah. that if she did feel any slight resentment or the urge to go home or visit her family and friends yeah. or something like that, that she'd be able to just bring that up and they could have a really, uh, you know, mature conversation about it. Yeah. And I get that vibe from George, if yeah. I can be honest. Yeah. You get a mature vibe? Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah, emo- I get emotionally em- mature. Yes, absolutely. Um, he may not be the most academically intelligent, but to be fair, he raised himself yes. with no formal education. And was unaware that humans existed. Exactly. Until she was the first he saw. Yeah, he wasn't sure uh, what a woman was. Yes. Kept calling her fella for a bit until yeah. Ape. Funny fella. Yeah, until Ape explained that she was the woman of his species. He also licked her in her sleep. Oh. Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was. Is it because he doesn't know how to kiss? Oh, I think it was because he did. He, I think it was because he didn't know what was what she was yet. Right. Okay. Mate, is that what he would do? I would, yeah, like an animal kind of thing. Yeah, I let's think, not I read it too much into that. Okay, sure. <laughs> I'm picking and choosing what I want to read into here. <laughs> <laughs> did you? Uh, did you know that um, apparently um, he he did all his own stunts for a long time. Wow! All because he was a, he was a big leading man for for sort of mid nineties. He was and, and top rightly of the pops. so, yeah. So all of those instances where George, everybody yells, "Watch out for that tree!" and he hits the tree quite that's, hard. Yeah, that's him. He's that's phrase. Really, that's him really swinging on those. Wow! And actually, this is something I don't think a lot of people know. Maybe you do or, or not, but when they yell out, "Watch out for that tree!" That's them talking to Brendan, the actor. Wow! That wasn't in the script. 
Did they write the theme song after? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Just happened to be the same as the cartoon from the 60s but or 70s. Or Maybe whatever. he's just so method. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was George. But he, yeah, he's. I think that's one of the main reasons why he. I read a big feature article about him earlier this year, and that's why he dropped out of the limelight mm. because so, his body just got banged up. He, he couldn't take it anymore. He's had multiple surgeries. Yes, that's right. Yeah, back and yeah, um, knee like a knee reconstruction, and I think I saw like vocal cord surgery too, which I can only assume is from all that. Ah, <laughs> yeah. That, that would make sense. That takes a toll. Have you ever like tried to sing in the car in the morning before you'd really properly spoken? Yeah. And your your voice is just like no. Sometimes when I try to like really belt out an Adele song or something, my throat just scratches. And I'm like, oh. you got to be careful. Got to me, me, my mo, me, mo, my me. <laughs> Red leather, yellow leather. Yeah, you got to warm up first thing in the morning. <laughs> and I, and then I, I I could not think of an Adele song. What's Adele's Never name? Mind, I'll find Adkins. No, Adkins, yeah. I would have dropped Adkins as well. Dave always, because remember I always say nobody knows her last name and he always tells me and I say, shut up, Dave. Adele Adkins. How nice has it been not having Dave here? Oh, so good. So Dave's the <laughs> other guy on our on our other podcast to go on mm. and this has been a real eye-opener. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is holding us back. <laughs> I did not know this <laughs> until now. <laughs> I'm sitting in his chair. Yeah. This feels so good. Wow. I Because I, I used to sit across the desk going, geez, I, I couldn't do what he does. Yeah. And now that I'm here. Easy. Easy. I am half asleep. <laughs> I mean, yeah. if I do not off, uh, assuming I keep doing the podcast, just let me sleep. Yeah, all right. <sighs> I think it should be fine. <laughs> hey, don't you do that. You'll make me. <sighs> And uh, that's made everyone at home yawn. <laughs> so Frey says he's been he's been making somewhat of a comeback recently. He's in uh, a show coming up called Condor, and uh, that's a that's a TV series which apparently is quite good. He's just started to work his way back in, which which makes me happy. Yeah, I support him. He's had, he had quite, there was quite a long stint, like basically the first decade or and a bit of of this millennium. Yep, millennium. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's something I should mention as well about uh, George of the Jungle. Obviously, it's a it's a movie that's really from the pre nine eleven era, right? Oh yeah. You've got to remember it was simpler times. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this movie'd get made anymore. Do you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen too much. Yeah. Can we go back to this naive time where a Tarzan type named George mm-hmm. uh, is watching out for trees and talking to his friend Abe? Mm. I mean, Why? That- now I feel like if that was made today, people just wouldn't. They wouldn't grasp onto the the whimsy yeah. as much as as we do now, uh, and that's sad. It is sad, you know. I yeah. yearn for a simpler time. Yeah, I I've <laughs> I've looked up this uh, this feature on humanehollywood.org, which I think it sort of makes sure that the movies are okay to animals and whatnot. Oh, great! It's been interesting, and this was given an acceptable rating. Oh, um, it says. Well, they, they talk a little bit about different parts of the scene. Do you want me to read read this paragraph here? I would love here? it. Yes, please. So well, it would be weird if you just let me read it and then we just sat here in silence for a bit. <laughs> I reckon you should read it. All right, I'll read it out loud. Um, <clears throat> when Ursula and her fiancé encounter the lion, mm-hmm. George enters the scene and wrestles it. So yes. this is early on. This is when we um, – This is when they George meet. and Ursula and oh, – Lyle. Lyle. 
He is seen supposedly hoisting the lion above his head and then body slamming it. George bounces off a tree and elbows the lion in the chest. It's a fun wrestling scene. It's very if, fun. Uh, he then, but also, like, where did he get his knowledge of wrestling? Yeah, that's a good question. He makes a lot of also references to specific moves. Yeah, he does. I don't feel like Ape would be the type no. that would consume wrestling. You Chess, know? Yeah. painting, wrestling. Culture, yeah. wrestling. I um, like Glow, that TV show about that's women's true. wrestling. I'm right into Glow as well. I have not as yet seen season two, but you I'm- You simply must. <laughs> I have a feeling I'll watch it. I watched season one in in two days, I reckon. Yeah, that's what I did with the second season. I reckon I'll probably do the same Please again when I have a little bit of time. Please let me know when you've watched it. Okay. We can discuss. I reckon I'm I'll... already wanting to watch it again. Oh, cool. And I finished it two days ago. Hey, we should do a... Are you thinking we should do a <laughs> Glow podcast? Yes. Um, no, what... our Fraser one is much better. Yeah, phrasing the bar. <laughs> Fuck yes. Uh. He then flips the line over and grabs its hind leg in a vice grip and picks it up by the scruff of the neck, tossing it into the jungle. Jeez, for this is the humane, they're really enjoying describing this yeah. animal cruelty scene. Uh, this scene was shot in several cuts. A real and fake line were used. Uh, for all of the wrestling scenes, the trainer, dressed as a stunt double, was used and he and the line just played a familiar game. When the lion is seen receiving body slams, being picked up and tossed, etc., a fake lion was substituted for the real one. Get out of town. Well, yet Are again. Are you saying Brendan Fraser couldn't lift a fully grown lion well, above his head? I am certainly not saying that. I'm saying that he didn't. Yeah. I'm not saying he couldn't. Yeah, thank you. Because he didn't because he's a good person. Yeah. Ethically, said, he wouldn't do that. Yeah. Um, he played the real, you know, he played the scene for its truth. Yeah. Um, but he f- was faking it. What a professional. There is a toucan. So that's, I mean, that's got the tick of approval. Yeah. Obviously, the, the, the wrestling was playing. No lions And were... the throwing was a fake lion. Yes. Which I know is going to break some hearts out there. But I'm so sorry. But also, if that's breaking your heart. Jess, please, you're not sorry. We don't do that here. You're right. You're right. No, no, it was more of a sarcastic sorry. Thank you. Because uh, what I was saying is, oh, I'm sorry that you're disappointed a lion wasn't really badly injured. Oh, no, you no. You fucking monster. All right, look, let's let's just say this out loud. Yeah. <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast mm-hmm. and you enjoy real lions being picked up by jungle muscle men and thrown thrown through the air, then turn off right now and unsubscribe. I don't want you. We do not want your listenership, sir. Go listen to something else. This is not the podcast for you, sir. No. I'm sorry to assume you're a man. I was going to say, or madam. Yes. Women can enjoy animal cruelty too. But not on our watch. Not on our watch. (laughs) Not now, not ever. Honestly, there's a podcast for everything out there. There's probably one for you. Yeah. So good good luck in your search. (laughs) Good day. Good day. Okay, now that we've got rid of that riffraff. Yes. Thank God, now that it's just us. Good people. Oh, no, I just looked at the stats. We've lost most of our audience. Oh, no. These live stats. (laughs) Uh, So they also talk a little bit about the toucan, your favourite. Yes. What was the toucan's? Tukey. Tukey. Tukey the toucan. Love that. Uh, so we're talking about, if you've just joined us, we're talking about uh, an article on humanehollywood.org about the 
film George of the Jungle. I love that humanehollywood.org exists, by the way. Yeah, I think it's, it's a really I'm going to look up every film I can now. Yeah, and, and just fingers them... crossed it's got an acceptable rating. <laughs> I mean, what about Tuki? Uh, there's a toucan scene throughout the film performing various behavioural tricks. A real and a puppet Tuki bird was used. When the real toucan is used, the trainer placed him on his mark and used verbal and hand commands to cue him. Shep, an elephant, the dog elephant, is seen in many scenes in the film where it is performing basic pre-trained behavioural tricks. Is this something you asked me before over breakfast? Was it a real elephant? I and think I, parts of it were. I think parts of it were, yeah. I said Because oh. I said to you that it was based on a real elephant. <laughs> <laughs> You said, I think it was based on real elephant. I said, yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I reckon, <laughs> I reckon you're right. I reckon, that's probably I reckon right. elephants existed and um, yeah. that's what they based their Which CGI elephant blew on. my mind. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we had to push back the recording of this mm. by several weeks yeah. um, while I got over that. Yeah. Well, we've had Matt in hospital yep. as they put his mind back together. I've, yeah. I've, I've slowly had to relearn how to function. <laughs> It says, however, where Shep is dog-like, a computer-generated image has been created. Oh. For the animal stampede scene, the various animals were filmed separately in front of a blue screen running from A to B, from Chimpan A <laughs> to Chimpan B. Okay. <laughs> the trainers release the animals from a cage at this point, uh, at point A, sorry, uh, while another trainer cued them with verbal and hand commands to point B where a second cage waited. I mean, are they now all of a sudden humane Hollywood's okay? They're, they're calling these cages acceptable? But on what? We what? trusted you. <laughs> humane. Who knows? I mean, who knows? Well, maybe cages are okay in the context of keeping a dangerous animal separate from humans. Right. So a lion, for example, you don't, like, while I think they should be roaming free in yes. the wilderness. Yes, yes. They probably shouldn't be. Or on be... film sets. No. That's, oh, okay. Yeah, because there's lots of people Wait, so around. talk me through this. Okay. So um, out in their natural habitat, yeah. they're king of the jungle. Right. Right. And they, it's sort of the. Um, I wonder what they thought of when Frege moved in and he yeah. took the throne. Well, I think they, I think obviously initially there would have been some, uh, some resentment. Yeah. Um, but how do you I, say? How do you say? How do you say? But then I think he probably proved himself, and he's quite a respectful and uh, uh, and noble leader. Yeah, I mean, I, we were just talking about how he body slammed. Oh, they're playing. Lot. Oh, okay. Sorry, I did forget that. They're playing, but on a film set, yeah, you've got hundreds of humans, right? Um, and I look kings of the concrete jungle. Am <laughs> yeah, I right? Yeah. Am I? Yeah. Am I right? Yes. Yeah. And call me crazy. Okay, you are crazy. I hadn't finished the what okay, I was saying. Sorry. Yet. Um, but I don't think we should just let lions roam free in our film studios. Okay. Where they could just be willy nilly attacking innocent humans. Okay, so you're now casting aspersions on. Lions. No, saying, I'm, I'm just saying if I like humans over lions is what I'm saying. Also, really? I'm going to start calling us humans. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I'm going to keep doing it. Humans. Humans. Are you going to spell it differently or just? H-O-O. Yeah. M-A-N-S, yeah. Humans. Humans. Are we human <laughs> or are we dancers? Dancers. <laughs> I'm going to start calling 
dancing, dancing. I love it. <laughs> uh, now, finally, we've got to the juice of this this uh, article about humane Hollywood yes. and George of the Jungle. This is what we want. Now, finally, we're talking about primates. Fantastic. And, I mean, they haven't given us a lot here, but they say whenever apes are seen in the film, they are actually actors in ape costume. All major animal actors have a puppet double. That's it. Right, okay. That's all they've given us there. Um, so is that rated acceptable? I mean, that's they've given it an acceptable overall. Um Let's, do you want to know what the what acceptable <laughs> means? I want to know what. The, I mean, I think like what are the other options? Right. Unacceptable, I'm assuming. Okay, so you've got um, is acceptable like a mid range or is that the top range? No, it looks like out, there's an outstanding. Oh, yeah, um, so great. it's one down from outstanding. Oh, that's disappointing, George. Safety Gordon. representatives were on set to ensure the safety of the animals throughout production. After screening the finished product and cross-checking all animal action, we determined the film met or exceeded our guidelines for the safe use of animals in film media. That's, um, And then it's given the credit, uh, the dis- disclaimer, no animals were harmed. That's outstanding. Um, acceptable is... Safety representatives were not able to monitor every scene in which animals appeared. However, American Humane Association oversaw significant animal action filmed in compliance with our guidelines for the safe use of animals in film media. After screening the finished product and cross-checking all animal action supervised during production, we acknowledge that the filmmakers have cooperated fully with our process. So that's acceptable. Wow. Um, Okay. What's unacceptable? (laughs) All animals were injured. Then there's special circumstances and then there's unacceptable. Unacceptable is production failed to adhere to our guidelines for the safe use of I animals know. in film media. Or disregarded animal safety leading to improper animal safety and directly caused the injury or death of an animal. And I just want to say, if I could just take a moment please, and say, if you're listening here now and you make films that have an unacceptable, an unacceptable... Rating? Rating. Thank you. I know you're angry. <laughs> I can't think of words when I'm angry. I know, I know. If you've been given an unacceptable rating by the Humane Hollywood, then you are a filmmaker. I do not want to be listening to this podcast right now. I would ask you to please stop listening, unsubscribe, and go find another podcast. Yeah. This one is not for you. I want to know what films are unacceptable. That's So what I, I can know. spit on them. Yeah, so I can petition... For them never to be on any streaming services, I will find all of their DVDs and burn them safely. I mean, we're joking here, but honestly, that does sound awful. And it'd have to be pretty extreme for you to not meet it, surely. Yeah. I mean, you don't just have animals on a set unless they're with a trainer. It feels, like it, yeah, it feels yeah. like there should be, yeah, in, in the modern age, which mm. we live in. In so many ways we live in the modern age. Yeah, I'd argue that. That surely there's, there's no excuse um, None whatsoever. I only, I've only just found this um, website, uh, so I might. What start. an absolute blessing it is! It is such a blessing. What a yeah. resource! Yes. What a great resource! What a resource! Such a good resource! Yeah, great. Um, do you have any any sort of final thoughts about the movie? I think. I mean, I think we've probably this. I think maybe when people study. George of the Jungle at university from now, this might be a subscribed text. Wow. Do you think? I I would be honoured. I'd be surprised if it wasn't. Um, if it is, uh, if you're listening to this in the future and, and it is a text you're using for your studies, please send me an email at jessperkinscomedy at gmail.com. Um, I would love to hear from you um, and you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs>
Do I have any final thoughts? Oh, can I rate it? Yes. Well, normally how we rate, oh, I mean, give the movie a rating, sure. And then also um, we normally have a rating because uh, chimpanzees are said to have about nine, share about 98% DNA with humans. Wow. So I like to get my guests to um, give a percentage rating on how much of themselves they see in the primates depicted on screen. So I guess in this case we might talk about ape. How much of ape do you see in of yourself do you see in ape as a percentage? I speak English. Yep. I can read. Okay. I can basic cook. Yep. I suppose technically I can paint. I can I've got with I've if got, you had paint. I've got paint and like a, a canvas I could apply one to the other. Yeah. Not particularly well, but I could. Mm-hmm. I cannot play chess. Uh I'm again I could. You could. Wow, okay, yes, that number is increasing. Um, and he's quite flatulent as well. Is he? Oh, he is too. <laughs> which I'm capable of, if I can be completely honest with you, Matt, which I hope I always can. I know those aren't your type of jokes. You don't enjoy that humour, no. but I'm just being honest. It's beneath me, that's all I think. I'm aware. I think I'm better than it. Is that? I'm better than it. Is that? No, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just, I'm apologising, but I know we don't say sorry here. No. Um, so percentage-wise, how much of myself do I see in Abe or how much of Abe do I see in me? I'm going to go 85%. 85%, that's, yeah. a, that's a great I feel like Abe and I could really shoot the shit, you yeah. know? I reckon, yeah, 85 is great. I, yeah. And I'd say I think I'd agree with most of the things you said, only I can't read. Um, so I guess I'm 82%. I reckon he could teach you too. <gasps> that's great. Yeah. And then maybe... Could lift my rating up higher. Wow! And what what do you give the movie? I do you want a, another quick? I found where I, uh, my fun facts page. It's oh, the yeah. IMDb trivia page. That's where I found the mashed potato and the Brendan Fraser's wife at the time. Amazing. Yes. Afton Smith. Yes. Was the woman who who said that she wishes she could find a man like him. I don't know how fun this is, but this is another good fact. It says almost every element of of the George of the Jungle cartoon series is included in this movie. Even the never argue with the narrator line that shows up in Jay Ward's cartoons. Oh, okay. So it's a real tight homage. Homage. Well, it's probably not homage. It's an, ad- an adaptation. Yes. An adaption. I'm going to sneeze. <coughs> <coughs> I am so sorry for that. That's all. Um, it's it's unforgivable, but please don't apologise. That is a, a a kind of fun fact. Yeah, it wasn't as fun as a mashed potato. That's no, nah, you should have saved that to the end. Should have saved to the end. <laughs> Always save mashed potato till last. Oh, this maybe you'll find this interesting. All right, um, if if you don't, you you disagree with the ten out of ten who found this interesting on the website. Ooh. The personal trainer who got Brendan's body in incredible shape sued Brendan for not <gasps> mentioning. Him in the movie credits. The trainer lost his case. What? He has to mention his PT? Well, apparently not according to the courts. I feel like it was, you know, it's something he could have done. Sure, but like, how odd. Yeah, if it was, I guess it was an official role. It does, I don't, look, I have no idea. I can't say I've noticed in any other credits of action movies where it said Mr. Schwarzenegger's (laughs) personal trainer. I reckon, I imagine that would happen sometimes. Yeah. I don't. I imagine if he knew it was going to be a court case, it would have been easy just to do it. But yeah, that's weird. Yeah, I wonder if the guy, the guy knew or woman knew um, beforehand. If yeah, is it something they'd agreed upon, yeah. or was he just assuming it's no it would good. happen? Yeah, if they were just assuming, then it's a bit weird. That's odd. Potential. Potential. How strange. But okay. But he lost. Yes. Uh, did you also know that Ursula mm. in this film? Uh, was a resident of San Francisco. 
Yes. It says here, and I think this is a an incorrect use of ironically, but anyway, ironically, San Francisco is Leslie Mann's hometown. That is ironic. <laughs> no, it's, it's not at all. Is it? It's it's I mean it's ironic in the way that, you know, words don't mean anything. We've put meaning onto them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um so, you know, if you want to change the meaning of a word at any point, yeah. why not? What could they have used instead? Coincidentally? Coincidentally, um, interestingly. Yeah. Uh, slightly interestingly. Ursula is from San Francisco. So is Leslie Mann who plays her. Yeah, I don't even know. Yeah, I didn't really need to. Anyway, I think. It's not it... even that interesting. <laughs> no. I wouldn't I wouldn't use an interestingly on that. I was I was bored I reading yawned. it out. <laughs> Three out of five found that one interesting. Yeah. Which I think is fair enough too. Obviously, the the highest ones were the ones I was talking about. 78 out of 81 mashed potatoes. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. 77 out of 79, Brendan Fraser's wife at the time. Very interesting. interesting. Anyway, so, that, so that's the film. Yep. Uh, final thoughts. What's your rating out of uh, out of ten? Seven bananas out Seven of ten. Seven bananas. Bananas is a, is the appropriate one. Yeah, thank you. Maybe I'll start doing that. Thank Maybe you. eight. Because I'm I th- I agree. It's a silly film. Eight bananas. <laughs> That's something I'll do later. I'll. Mm. <laughs> you should have said something I did yesterday. Yeah, that would have that would have. I ate worked. bananas. You fucking idiot. <sighs> I fucked it. It was my one big shot. Now, if you're a casting agent listening to this podcast, mm. turn it off right now. I do not want you listening um, unless you've got any jobs for me. Or me. Matt, can I have jobs too? Or Jess, please. Thank you. Or the two of us. Yeah. As even a duo. Better. Yeah. We can play Siamese twins. If you want. We could play a couple of dodgy lawyers. Yeah. Hey, my client deserves your. A full attention. Your Honour, I rest my case. Yeah, I think we got it. I think we got that part. And other. We yeah. can play other parts. Yeah, that's something that is always worth mentioning. <laughs> I don't I don't want to limit. I don't want to no. limit. Um, we, are no, we are no crystal the monkeys. No. We do not typecast ourselves. Yeah. We don't do, play one role well. We play many roles poorly. Yes. We are a jack of all trades in that we can do lots of things in an average manner. Yes. If Thank you. Give me you. paint. You give me a brush. You give me a canvas. I can transport the paint from one to the other. Easy. Easy. Give me a roller. I'll do it faster. <laughs> yeah. Give me a roll. Is yes. what we're asking. That's what we're asking. Uh, so we normally finish the episodes here at Primate Podcast, as you know, Jess, because you listen to the show. Of course. Obviously. Uh, Big fan. We talk about a. Sporting mascot. Yes. Um, primate related at this yes. stage. I'm fast running out of them. But uh-huh. uh, I've got a little um, sting here. I don't know if I'm putting them in. I can't remember. But um, <laughs> oh, that was fun, wasn't it, Jess? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I loved it. I loved it too. I like that ending. Uh, do you have a favourite sporting mascot? Absolutely, yes. Do you remember uh, the Sydney Olympic Games, 2000? Yes. And the, do you remember the mascots? Yeah, Sid, Ollie, and Sid. One was named after Sydney, one after the Olympics, and one after the Millennium, Millennium Millie. Millie. I couldn't tell you which is which, but there was an echidna, a Millie platypus. Millie was the echidna. Sid was a platypus. And uh, what, a kookaburra? Yes, that was Ollie. And who was your favourite? Um, well, you, you're, you're grouping them together. I'm grouping them together. It's a beautiful triptych. Because I, I think we've talked about this on Do Go On. 
I was 10 for those Olympics. It was the first one in my lifetime. We probably did because we did a whole episode. Yeah, the on that ceremony. opening ceremony. First Olympics, well, it's we still haven't had it again in Australia since then. No, um, even after all these 18 years. Yeah, <laughs> we haven't had one. And uh, it was very exciting because we live in Melbourne, but Sydney's not that far away. So the whole family was going to go. Um, and then I got chicken pox. So mum and I had to stay while my brother and my dad and my brother's friend got to go. They road tripped up to Sydney, saw lots of the Olympics. Um, but as a, uh, as a um, what's the word I'm looking for here, consolation, I got toys, these uh. little plush toys of each of them, Millie, Sid, Ollie and, and Millie. So I- Millie, Sid, Ollie and Millie. <laughs> <laughs> you got all four. Got all four. So I hold them as a group dearly. Yeah. Um, because they represent a time in my life when I missed out on something due to stupid animals. All great animals as well. Yeah, great Australian animals. Top of their fields. Agreed. I'd say platypus is probably my favourite, but I love all of those. God, platypus are a weird animal. So good. So great. Platypus and the echidna, two only two of the only monotremes in the world. Egg laying yeah. mammals. Amazing. That's a fact, I think. Look it up. Uh, so, yeah, that, that is my answer for your question. That's a great answer. Thank you. Um, do you want to hear the primate mascot? Please. Of the week? Yes, please. Uh, its name is Gorilla. <gasps> and it's, What is it? It's uh, a gorilla. Oh. Uh, and the mascot of the Sacramento Kings, which is a, an NBA team who've gone through so many. I didn't realize this, but they, over in the past, before being Sacramento Kings, they were the Kansas City Kings. Before that, they were the Kansas City Omaha Kings. Before that, Cincinnati Royals. Before that, Rochester Royals. Before that, Rochester Pros. Before that, Rochester Eber Seagrams. Oh, I don't like that one. And before that, uh, Rochester Seagrams. Anyway, so they, they had for quite a while a mascot called Gorilla. Their mascot now is Slamson the Lion. Slamson? Slamson the Lion. Slamson. Slamson. Well, allow oh, me. Oh, yes. <laughs> allow me to explain because um, Slamson has its own Wikipedia page. And in case you haven't understood the name, it, it, it helps you. Uh, it helps explain, okay? Slamson the Lion is the official mascot of the NBA franchise, the Sacramento Kings. His name is a play on the name Samson uh-huh. in reference to the biblical hero. And obviously they've added in slam, yep. which is uh, a basketball manoeuvre. Oh. When you, uh, how do you say, dunk it? <laughs> how do you say? You're a big you're a big basketball player though, Bob. That's yeah. why I chose this one. Thank you. I've never slam dunked. You've never slam dunked? I mean, no, I'm five foot seven. I was going to say, <laughs> you've got to be either a really, you know, I think you have to be six foot something to even have a shot Just for the arm reach, it, right? yeah. yeah. And the jump, yeah. Slamson lives in the Golden One Center behind the bleachers in Sacramento, California. He was born in South Africa. It's it's a man in a suit, by the way. He was born what? in South Africa <laughs> with his mother Slamet. Oh, what? I don't, what's Slamet a play on? Slamet. Slam it. S L A M E T. Slamet. Slamet. Is it meant to be a play on oh. Janet? <laughs> I hope not, because that's terrible. Call her Janet. <laughs> and uh, Father Sir Slam the Lion. Sir Slam. Oh, he comes from uh, Nobleman. Yeah. Oh. Uh, due to his family being very poor, the Sacramento Kings went to help him after losing their other dear beloved mascot, Gorilla. This is fucking stupid. But it's stupid. It's also like they've they've gone and it sounds like they've kidnapped. A baby lion. A baby lion. Yes. 
to entertain, to use as an entertainment. Like Madagascar. Yeah. I'm, I'm it not... all comes back. Uh, it was then shipped to Sacramento, California to entertain kids in Sacramento. Did Obviously. Gorilla have this backstory? And also, they couldn't think of a name for Gorilla. Yeah, they gorilla. just called a Gorilla Gorilla. Then again, I, um, somebody did say to me they want to get a dog and just name it Dog. I mean, okay, that, maybe that's fun. Uh, on the NBA website, Samson also has its own page. Samson, and then it's got the Latin Felinus Entertainus Maximus. Oh, my God. Don't make up Latin. <laughs> Don't make up Latin. On on uh, radio recently, I I was someone we all do a, radio a plant man. a plant expert uh, came in and it was plant expert plant ah. gardening man and he horticulture was t- horticulturalist that's actually what it was thank you and he he was talking about Latin names for plants and I'm like the only Latin I know is the saints uh, <laughs> Latin ma- uh, emblem mascot uh, none motto great motto. <laughs> uh, which is and I said fortius quo fidelius. And they, everyone else in the room, three other people on air at the time, assumed I was joking. But apparently it's not Fidelius. Aww. It's Fidelius. Nah, Fidelius is yeah, better. Yeah, thank you. So much better. I knew because you speak Latin. Yeah, yeah. My uh, school motto was uh, Ecclesiae Filiae, which mm. is Daughters of the Church. Oh, Beautiful. That's, a, that's a beautiful man. Fiddlius. Beautiful musto. Musto. Musto to you too. My school had great musto. <laughs> uh, so on the, on the NBA website it says uh, Samson, Felinus Entertainus Maximus, is the official mascot for the San Francisco, no it's not, Sacramento Kings. Uh, it was acquired. God, imagine if it was San Francisco. Imagine. <laughs> it all ties be, together. That would tie together very nicely. <laughs> He was acquired by our King's Scouts while taking a cat nap under a tree in Capitol Park. What are you talking about, you <laughs> lunatics? <laughs> Do all this the, is a big multi-million dollar business. Do all the other mascots have their own page or is Slamson just special? I, th- I think they do. I think they do. I don't want to hear more of it. What uh, are they talking about? It is. It's like on a similar thing. Someone's just taking the time to write Just focus on the out. sport, you fucking idiot. Slamson has received the NBA's most valuable cat award twelve oh times. Oh my god! <laughs> Should have been nine times. You're you gonna. Idiots. You're gonna. I wasn't sure when I saw this earlier whether you'd love or hate this, but it's clear now, and it only gets worse. He generates more than twelve million smiles per year. Fuck off. And averages 338 hugs per appearance, sometimes Are delivering you... more than one hug to the same person. 338 hugs. If that's if, Okay, first of all, if somebody has stood next to the mascot and counted the number of hugs, that's weird. But also, if you are the man in the costume giving out 330, I hope you're getting paid well because that's so many hugs. And I am a clingy person who loves hugs. But you love the hug. Too many. Too many hugs. No. Oh, get off me. Favorite book, Cat and the Hat. Oh, get fucked. <laughs> no. Favorite Favorite musical? Favorite musical, Cats? No, nah, it doesn't do that. It feels like a real opportunity you to miss there. Idiots. Favorite song, Cat Scratch Fever. Favorite movie, Lion King. Star sign, Leo. Oh. College, Lionel University. I guess that's a play on something that I don't know. There, a, there must be a Lionel. Anyway, I think we've spent too much time on that. <laughs> but yeah, I can't find very much on on Gorilla. Yeah, Just interesting. That, yeah, Gorilla's gone now. But uh, Slamson, you loved Slamson, and it was all downhill from there. I don't know if I did. Did I love Slamson? You love? Well, you seem to. Yeah. Look, you know what I'm like. <laughs> you know what I'm like. You're a flipper. I'm a flipper and a flopper. 
Well, I think that that is just about all we have time for mm. uh, today on Primates Podcast. Thanks so much for coming in, Jasper Perkins. What an absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me. There is a there is a sequel straight to DVD sequel to this yeah. movie. So maybe if you're up for it, uh, coming back someday, we can do the sequel. Yes. Who had only three cast members return, not including your man. Did include John Cleese. Did include John A little Cleese bit disappointed well. in John Cleese for that. Well, you know, he's... He needed the cash. Also, I think you can get an audio book of his autobiography that he reads. So maybe you could listen to it. Okay. Can you listen? I wish I could. (laughs) As a man, not one of the qualities we're born with. (laughs) You said it. (laughs) Somehow I've got two of these and one of these, but I use them in the wrong ratio. Um, how, How can people find you, Jess? Um, they can hear me on Do Go On Podcast, as we've mentioned before. They can hear me on Triple J, or they can hear me by holding a shell up to their ear. <laughs> Are you reading your bio from Twitter? I'm really proud of that. <laughs> it is very good. I when like I wrote that, I thought, that's very funny, Jess. <laughs> I'm going to use that as much as possible, to be honest. I think you should. Um, and I regret calling you out on it. Thank you. I thought it was a fun thing to do. Probably <laughs> might even edit that out. <laughs> you can also find me on social media. Um, I love social media. Jess Perkins on Instagram, Je- uh, Jess underscore Perkins on Twitter. There's a Facebook page in there somewhere too. So jealous. You can email me at Jess so Perkins Comedy of, of how... at Gmail. Yes. If you want. I don't know. don't and know what you'd email about, but... You can find our, our podcast at dogoonpod.com. Yes. Um, my Twitter is MattStew underscore art. Love it. Uh, my Instagram is MattStewartComedy and Facebook is slash MattStewartComedy. Um, if you got any suggestions for guests or topics or any sort of primate facts or mascots or anything at all, yeah, feel free to drop me a line. I think I've probably got um, some of the primate. Th- I think I've got primate pod on Twitter, but I don't know if I'll bother using that or not. <laughs> Have a look and see. That's the spirit. Yeah, um, but thanks so much for joining us. It's been a real pleasure. Uh, please like and subscribe, mm. unless you're one of these maniacs. That have been previously mentioned, in which case, why are you listening? Yeah. Why are you still listening? I feel like we made it very clear. We told you to hit the road, Jack. Yeah. Hey, um, when you sign off, you know how on our podcast I always go, bye. I'm going to try, I'm going to do something a little bit different just I, because we're not on our pod and uh, like I just want to, I don't yeah. want to be typecast as just that feel, person. Fill out the space. Yeah, I haven't thought of anything. I just. Oh, yeah, just riff it at the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> all right. Okay. Well, you let well, me know when you're doing it. All right. Well, I think that's uh, that's all the time we had. Do you have any, do you want to, do you have any sort of primate um, sign off ideas? Um, You could just get people to make monkey noises. Okay. If you want. <laughs> Or that could be a bit demeaning. Yeah. Um, to monkeys, us trying to imitate poorly what they do. You could almost say, bye, mate. Okay. You know, sounds a bit like primate. Okay. Bye, mates. That's good. All right. Yeah. I might start doing that. Okay, great. All right. Thanks so much for joining me today, uh, slash tonight, or whenever people are listening, yeah. Jess Perkins. Um, and I'd love to say, bye, mates. Farewell. <sighs> I panicked. Was it any good? You nailed it. Yes. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. 
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 